What is the best way to learn German vocabulary? I looked this question up on the internet this morning. The most frequent answer I saw to this was, do more, read more, listen more, watch more, consume more. Ah, that sounds like rough waters to me. What if, what if you didn't do more? What if you did differently? What if you charted a new course? Hmm, now we're getting somewhere. Sind Sie bereit? Los geht's! This is the official GermanWithNicole.com podcast, and I am Nicole Warner. I am the Nicole of GermanWithNicole.com, und ich liebe die deutsche Sprache. This podcast is your anchor on the stormy seas of German learning. Herzlich willkommen! German vocabulary learning is the featured topic at GermanWithNicole.com right now because the new German vocabulary masterclass has released. And today, lesson two goes live, 5 p.m. Central. As part of the masterclass, we had an Auftakt-Treffen. Das Treffen. Also das Auftakt-Treffen. A kickoff meeting on Saturday. And one of the comments that a client made was this, quote, Learning about how to learn German was really helpful because there's so much about it that's frustrating. And when I hear another student talk about how it's dynamic, it makes me feel a little more peaceful because I kind of knew it, but that's true, unquote. It was a realization for her that learning German words is a dynamic process. It's not linear. It's not perfectly predictable. If learning German words is a dynamic process, how is your vocabulary learning strategy? Is it dynamic or is it very linear, like plain flashcards? Do you expect one particular vocabulary learning strategy to be the end-all, be-all of learning? Or is it possible that you could sprinkle in a little bit of something to your vocabulary learning and by doing so put some fresh wind in your sails? I've got three distinct ideas to help you do so, and to introduce those ideas, I'd like you to keep one little thing in mind. If you learn best with pencil and paper, use it. Science has proven that we learn better when we write information out by hand. So if you feel inclined to write, write. It's okay to use paper and paper flashcards, and it's okay if you mess up and remake a few cards. Too often now people think, it's not okay to use paper anymore. Well, actually, it is okay, because using paper doesn't equate with wasting it. If a digital method doesn't help you learn, don't use it. Find a different method. Likewise, if pen and paper don't work for you, then look for and find a different method that does work for you. So here are those three ideas. One, when you see a word on a flashcard or in an app, don't simply read the word, but spend one moment and take the word in. Then close your eyes, visualize it, say it out loud, and then take a lovely breath before you go on to the next word. You might think this is too much. However, I'd like to offer that this is A, more time for your brain to process the word, B, it engages more of your senses, and C, it's more enjoyable and you're more relaxed while you're learning. <laughs> Number two, create an association with a word. For example, das Orchester, Johann Sebastian Bach, Leipzig. Ich wiederhole das Orchester, 
Johann Sebastian Bach, Leipzig. If you like people and places, geography, and the thought of hearing Bach performed by an orchestra in Leipzig makes your heart go pitter-patter, pitter-patter, this could be a great learning method for you. Number three, engage your body in the learning process by pantomiming, acting out different words, adding sensory elements like using puff paint, sandpaper, buttons, or rough or handmade paper. If you had a school experience that was similar to mine, you were probably stuck at a desk most of the day, every day, and physical activity is relegated to one hour, maybe two or three times a week, depending on the schedule, and to recess. And as we've seen for children, movement is hugely important to help them process information because movement is literally a part of the way that they learn. I started a new class in one of the online or usually local in-person now online classes. And there was a student in that class last week who brought this up and it really drove that idea home again of how much movement we really need as human beings. So it's not really good for adults to be stuck sitting at a desk either. So perhaps you might feel better while you're learning. Literally, you would feel better in your body if you simply stand when you practice your words. Maybe you would like to stand and pace. Maybe you have a long hallway and you could walk back and forth. Thinking about kinesthetic learning too, maybe it would be helpful for you to include some some other tactile elements in your vocabulary learning strategy. Something like puff paint or buttons, handmade paper, things that which feel different. Perhaps the best way to learn German vocabulary words is the way that you learn them best. Those are only three ideas to get you started in a more personalized method. But wait, there's more. In the German Vocabulary Masterclass, there are nine different categories of vocabulary learning techniques. And yes, I walk you through each one slowly. You get to take your time. You get to absorb them. The nine different categories are based on Howard Gardner's theory of multiple intelligencies, which posits that there are different ways that different people are intelligent. Yes, it's a critique of the idea that there is one single specific way to be intelligent. Intelligence isn't Highlander, so if you are with this idea, please break up with the idea that there can be only one way of learning German vocabulary words. I developed this vocabulary learning method as a project for my German teaching certification. Yes, I did get a fantastic grade on this project, but that's not what matters most. What matters most is that it has truly changed the way my students and my clients learn German vocabulary words, because like we talked about last week, if you don't have the words, you've got nothing. Because I want you to have the words, this course is included in the weekly German practice, which you can read more about at germanwithnicole.com practice, and that link is also in the show notes. There's another way that this course is way more interesting and effective than most online courses, and that it is interactive. I have watched many, many online courses. I have not been interested in more than three of them, because sitting and watching a video doesn't mean that you have learned anything. However, if you watch short, bite-sized videos, which are coordinated with a worksheet, and you have to make specific comments, now that's more engaging and more learning can take place. Plus, referring to those comments, because only other German learners and I can see your comments, it's a safe place for comments and questions. And that is a relief. Here's what one student said after completing lesson one of the German Vocabulary Masterclass. Quote, I found it to be motivating, but also motivating by how it was structured. 
There were bite-sized pieces of information. There were objectives I could learn. And the comments make you feel like you're actively learning. You're a part of it, unquote. Das ist schön. Sehr schön. Und das ist genug für heute. Passen Sie gut auf sich auf. Thank you.